Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Book Broads. Hi, Alex. How are you? I'm doing so well, Bailey. How are you? I am doing great. Um, excited for the new year. Uh, thinking about all the books that I'm going to try to accomplish and read for 2022. Um, yeah, I'm excited because today we are going to talk about our top five books of 2021. Um, overall, like I read some good ones this year. I don't know about you. Um, I know in like the past episode you were saying you did you did not have a great book year. I kind of didn't either, but like there were a lot of really good standouts for me for 2021. How about you? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was what it was. I think this year has been so long that <laughs> it's hard to think about, like, even what I did read. Like, I can't believe I read 40 books. I, I don't even remember most of them. Um, and nothing really stands out like crazy. I think one of the things I'm grateful for this year was having finally given Sally Rooney a second chance. I really believe that you have to be, like, in the right headspace or the right type of person, I guess, honestly to enjoy Sally Rooney. And I think that I'm at the point in my life where I can enjoy <laughs> Sally Rooney. So I really did enjoy, I, I read all three of her books this year and I really You've become a them. Sally Rooney stan. I know. I have to like watch the series on Hulu. Bailey and I tried to watch it like when it first came out and I was like not into it. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. That, see, that's, that, that is reassuring. I, I think I'm definitely, I'm like itching to watch it now after I read Normal People. So I'm probably going to do that today, but um, yeah, it's like very, it, it's the highlight of my reading year for sure. So I wanted to know, Bailey, did you complete your Goodreads goal? And what was your goal? I did not complete my Goodreads reading goal. My goal was 60. I surpassed 50. But the way that Goodreads works, there were a couple books I DNF this year. And I guess because I wanted to give them a rating and because of that, they added to like my reading goal. So there was two of them. So like subtract two, I think I read like 50, 54. Yeah, I read 54 books this year out of 60 um, on my Goodreads saying 56. So that's not entirely true. I'm trying to finish two more possibly before, uh, what is it, Friday's New Year's, which I think I can fit one more in, but it's going to be like 54, 55 books for me, which is good. My goal last year was 50 and I got past that. So I'm like right at the same like spot I was last year. Um, so overall, I believe it was good. Like I'm proud of myself for that. Uh, but yeah, how about you? Did you meet your reading goal? Well, first of all, let's circle back to you. That's a <laughs> lot of books. Like yeah. <laughs> we're being pretty hard on ourselves. Like you read a lot of books and that's something to be very proud of, even if you didn't necessarily hit like your numeric goal. Yeah. Um, My original goal for the year was 50 because I read 40 last year. So I was mm -hmm. like, let's step it up. Um, And then with the way that my fall got so busy in winter, I just like literally completely fell off and hadn't read a book since like September. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up right now, as of right now, this day, December 29th is the day we are recording this. <laughs> I've read 38 and I'm going to make it to 40. So I realized like last week I was like, I'm literally just not going to make it to 50. I just changed my goal on Goodreads, which like, I don't know if that's cheating. I guess it is, but like, I don't know. I, I think like, I just classify it as cheating a little okay, bit. Because I'm just not realizing, I'm like, I guess that is cheating, but- <laughs> Uh, you know what, whatever, like, if if I read 40, I read 40. That's exactly, like, in the same way as what you said, like, it is the same spot I was last year, which 
I guess you always want to be improving, but at the same time, like I don't have time. Okay. I'm yep. just going to, I'm going to read, I'm going to read 40 books and that's a lot of books. So <laughs> I have like, you know, I definitely have a couple of poetry books that I'm going to like squeeze in, in the next couple of days. Oh yeah. And it'll be fine. I'll definitely reach it. I'm not worried, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Get all the short books in, the short audiobooks. That's what I'm trying to do. I the audiobook that I'm reading now that I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna finish um before uh the year ends is The Year of Magical Thinking by Joan yeah. Didion. That's a Rory Gilmore book. Did you know that? I did not know that. He reads it on the show. Yep. Oh my god. Okay, Gilmore what episode is what episode fans. was he then? <laughs> I think it's I think it might be in the fifth season. Okay. I think it's the episode where not me like remembering the exact episode. I mean I asked and I expect it. Oh yeah. (laughs) People are gonna correct me. But I think it's the episode in season five where they go to uh Logan's Martha's Vineyard house with Luke and Lorelai. I'm pretty sure she's like reading it on the couch or something. But I I hate that I like remember that. But I could be wrong too. I I don't know. The show's very long and a lot of episodes and a lot of books. So I'll have to find like a screen cap of it and put it on our Instagram. Yes, please do. Please do. I will be doing that. But yeah. Oh my God. That's another thing we should try and do is do the <laughs> attempt, I should say, the Rory Gilmore reading list. Okay, but it's like 300 books long. It's, like, it's so long. That's why I said attempt. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I've like read a few of them because like some of them are very basic ones like Animal Farm, you know, yeah. things like that. But um, like the Bell Jar, but you know, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll look into it. We'll look into <laughs> Maybe it. something like a long term book broads thing and one day we'll do an episode where we will say that we finished yeah over the Um, course of our lives maybe the course of our lives from now maybe 20 (laughs) years from now yeah oh my goodness all right should we get into our top five books of 2021 i think we shall okay bailey why don't you start us off so for my top five books of 2021 number five is going to be the midnight library by matt Haig, is how you say his last name? I have no idea, but that's also on my list. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, I read this at the beginning of 2021, and it is a perfect book to read at the beginning of a year. Um, it's just so good. I actually got this for my mom for Christmas this year. I absolutely loved it. It totally like it blew my mind and like it made me cry. I just absolutely loved it. It's about a young woman who is contemplating and actually does commit suicide. And she, before dying, she goes kind of like an in-between where she goes to the Midnight Library. And this library is filled with all these books. And they are different versions of herself of where her life could have gone. And it's definitely like one of those books where you just like reflect on your own life and just makes you grateful. Um, I absolutely, I cannot say enough words about it. I just loved it so much. And I know, Alex, you said that this is also on your list. I know you loved it. And I I think I read it because you loved it. Yes. Well, we will discuss it more once we get to that number on my list. But I completely agree. I had the same thoughts as you. And I read it also at the beginning of this year. Like it was my first book of this year. And I have not stopped thinking about it. Like, through this entire year which definitely means something so yes I love that you loved it too yes so my number five book that I read this year was style a for aunties oh my god 
by Jesse Q. Satanto, um, which of course we did an episode on and the author was so kind as to come on our podcast. So if you haven't listened to that yet, please do. And please read this book because it was so fun. It was mm-hmm. so flirty. It was so heartfelt. Like, I don't know. I just, I just loved this book and it was just a fantastic overall experience reading it, talking to the author. Um, that I just, I can't say enough good things about it and I recommend it to everyone. So I was like, you know what? I think that has to be in my top five because I just liked it that much. So dial A for aunties. Everyone, give it a read. Yes, we fully endorse it. That is one of those books that I was going to say, like, it didn't make my top five, but it was, like, super important and I loved it so much that it was, like, one of the best read, like, one of the best books I've read this year. Um, So yeah, Book Broads fully endorses dial A for aunties. And whenever that sequel comes out, I oh, I'm so excited. Wait. Bailey, what was your number four? Yes, my number four is Finley Donovan is Killing It by El Cosimano. Oh my God. Another recommendation from Alex. This, it's like one of those, it's kind of like Dial A for Aunties where it's just so good and entertaining. It's just like a, it's like a page turner. Like you cannot put it down. It's, oh my God, like I kind of had, I had no expectations going into it and I was just, it was just such a fun and enjoyable and thrilling ride of a book and the journey of reading it and the reading experience. Um, I recommended this to a friend and she got the audiobook for her and her mom to listen to and she loved it and her mom loved it. Um, I just cannot say enough good things. Um, I've already read the sequel. I got the advanced readers copy from NetGalley. I, uh, like this whole thing, this whole journey and this whole story of Finlay, I absolutely love and I cannot recommend it enough. So if you love like kind of like, you know, fun thriller type of books, mystery um, with like a woman lead, highly recommend it. I love that you loved it. And I also loved this book. Um, (laughs) Yeah. The reason I actually originally picked it up was because. At least a year and a half ago, I know I, Marlene King, who created Pretty Little Liars, was developing the book into a series. So I don't know yeah. if that's still a thing. I just want to work on it so bad. So, you know, Marlene, if you're listening, I will send you my resume. <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. I just like, I love the book. I think it's going to make such an interesting series if that ends up happening. Fingers crossed. Um, it didn't make my top five, but I'm, I'm with you. I freaking loved it. Um, it was just so fun and, and entertaining. And I also got the copy of the sequel. So I need to read it. I started it like months ago and then yeah. I just did not finish it. But I would, um, I would say it's like just just as good as the first one. Oh, thank God. OK, well, my number four pick is a dearly beloved pick of the book broads of the hosts and listeners alike. People we meet on vacation. Woo! Emily Henry. You know, what's weird about this book is I remember loving it so much and having a great experience reading it. I literally like blew through it. It was so fast. Um, Great book. Great time. But I don't really remember like a lot of the book. (laughs) So that's why it's number four. Like it, it maybe should be higher on the list. But I think the fact that it wasn't as memorable to me probably means something or has some sort of significance in the way I'm ranking it. So, you know what? Great book. I could not tell you a lot of things about it. I don't even remember the characters' names. But, you know what? Everyone loves this book, including myself. So it had to be on the list, because of course it did. 
it is on my list as well, but I will not say what number it is. It's number one. Well, we're not. I'm not going to say. Okay, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. Um, okay, but I don't know if like you guys can tell that I'm like really like smiling big right now. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll get to it. We will get to it. Okay, <laughs> that makes me so happy that it's, it's so universally loved. Yes, um, and for a good reason. Like I'll explain like why I love it so much later. But um, yeah. Oh my god, as as it should be, it should be in your top five. It should yes. be in everyone's top five if you read it. So yes, I think when when it comes to Emily Henry fans, I think you really are either a beach read person or people we meet on vacation person. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, I am a beach read person, but I wholeheartedly respect the people we meet on vacation. People like, yeah. I think it's like we are we are a family. We are. And, and, you know, the beach reads are the one sibling and then the people we meet on vacation are the other sibling. And I just am the beach read sibling. So we're all going to have to live with that. But yeah, um, love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All, all right. So my. <laughs> okay, British <laughs> Bailey coming out. All right. My number three. That's Australian. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> my number three book is. Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Oh, was was that not expected from you? I mean, it, it like, would you think it would be higher for me? It, no, it should have been expected. For some reason, I like forgot that book existed. <laughs> it came out this year. But yes, go continue. Great, great choice. Great choice. Oh my god, <laughs> Alex. I know. I this year has been. So we only long. like talked about it like multiple times this year. Oh yeah, this year has been so long. I can't even tell you. <laughs> so i won't get into the details because we've talked about this book so many times um it's it's amazing we're taylor jenkins read fans here at book broads um we did a whole episode where we read all of her books um and this is the one that came out this year and cannot say enough great things about it i love the sibling dynamics um the time period it takes in which is in the 80s um it's just so good and how well it was written and yeah we we love it i love it um that's why it's my number three uh yeah it's something i would like to revisit eventually i usually i mean because she is my favorite author along with emily henry like i try to go back and it's a goal of mine to go back and reread their books at least you know as men, as much as i can so i it's, a, it's something that i would like to reread eventually um but yeah malibu rising taylor jenkins read go read it you know, it's not on my t- list of, of top five. I don't know. Like, the more I reflect on the book, the more I just think it didn't really hit for me. But I, I wholeheartedly respect it. But yeah. it just didn't really hit for me. But I love that you loved it. And it, it's always a highlight when there's a new TJR book released. So, we have... Oh, we ha- we the next one comes out. Ooh. Oh, I'm so excited for that one. That Ready. one's going to be really interesting. She'll probably announce it this year. And I think it will probably come out on... in. 2023 maybe yeah maybe i, I, I mean, feel like that's probably what gonna ha- what's gonna yeah, happen agreed and then maybe we can get approved for it on that guy <laughs> that's gonna be the hunger games <laughs> well you would think malibu rising would have been the hunger games but we got approved really easily yeah so. we we did for that so so weird i don't know i don't know how it works but we did get approved for malibu rising i don't know why i'm saying it's the hunger games i mean it could change so but yeah so good um what was your third pick alex my third pick was another book broads book <laughs> red at the bone by jacqueline woodson 
I just have never stopped thinking about this book. I and and that's that really is the marker of a good book for me when I remember like a lot of the details <laughs> and it sticks with me for a while. So I just think that book sort of changed me, honestly. Wow. I think it's so good and it's so underrated. For anyone listening who has not read this yet, please read it. It's only 196 pages. You can yeah. literally read it in one sitting. That's what I did. Um, and it was incredible. And I, it's also a book I recommend to so many people. Um, so I highly recommend you read it. Um, it's a really quick one. And then please let me know what you think. But yeah, we had a fun time recording our episode of book broads on that book. And I just love it. That book was so good. It was definitely one that I was considering as not a top five, but like one of the ones along with Dial A for Aunties that I really enjoyed. And it was definitely like a highlight for me for this year. Um, but yeah, I can't recommend it enough. And like what Alex was saying, it's so short and it's so, it's so it's short, but it makes a huge impact. Um, but yeah, that's also one that I had been reflecting on after I read it. It was just so good. Yes. All right. What is your number two? We're getting up there. My number two is You're the Only One I've Told the Stories Behind Abortion by Mira Shah, I believe. Oh. It's spelled S-H-A-H. I'm sorry if I mispronounce their last name. Um, but yeah, this is one of those ones where it made a huge, huge impact on me. Um, it just kind of like broadened my mind and my understanding of abortion and in the regards of how many people it impacts and abortion rights in this country um it's it this is severely underrated like no one really talks about it and I forget how I found it it might have been like one of those recommended books on TikTok um but yeah because I'm looking at the Goodreads right now and it only has a thousand like a little over a thousand ratings on Goodreads and it's and it has like it has 4.52 out of five stars. So like I don't know what's going on because it's such an excellent book. It literally covers all the bases and it's one of those books that should be required reading for everybody. Um, yeah, I, it's it's one of those ones that I just I've kept thinking about all year and it's just so good and it's just I cannot say enough great things about it like a lot of these books in my top five but this one it was just so important um and I believe I listened to the audiobook of it so yeah definitely check it out um again required reading for everybody and every time I like bring this up to someone they're like oh like that sounds really good like I should read it I haven't heard of it and I'm like yeah you should because it's incredible um so yeah absolutely love it I need to get my own hard copy of it I loved it that much so I love that that's such a gem it is a gem. My second pick, drum roll, please. I will. Conversations with Friends by Sally Rooney. Um, listen. As, as, we, <laughs> as, as I expected. Listen. Uh, I tried to read Normal People like May of 2020. I don't know what was wrong with me, but I could not, I could not read it. Like I got like 10 pages in and I was like, uh uh and then I just gave it back to Bailey I like borrowed her copy I, yeah I was, like, I was gonna say back. Like, I loaned it to you <laughs> yeah. and you gave it back you're like I cannot read this book Here I don't you know go. why like I have no idea what happened to me but it just goes to show like I think you really have to be in a certain headspace to read Sally yeah. Rooney um <laughs> and I think this year I was in that headspace apparently last year <laughs> I wasn't so you know 
I don't even remember how I decided to pick this up. Oh, actually, I remember the exact moment I decided to pick it up, which was when somebody on TikTok <laughs> said that it was Phoebe Bridger's favorite book. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so I need to read it. And I think, like, obviously I had wanted to read it because Joe Alwyn, like, is in the series that they filmed, yeah. I think, for Hulu. Um and I was like, well, I got to read this at some point because my boyfriend is in it. So, like, I need to. My London boy is in it. So Stop. I have to read this so book. And so I read, I, I started reading it. And I was like, hold on. This is good. And then it took me, like, literally, like, two months to read it. But it was slow and steady wins the race. And yeah. I freaking loved that book. I It's one of the best books I've read in a while. And it really got me out of my reading slump. But again, like, I'm not saying I recommend it to everyone because seriously, like, you got to be a certain type of person. But her work is, like, really complex and layered mm -hmm. and um, it's not very plot driven. It's very character driven. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Bailey, what are your real thoughts on Sally Rooney? Because, like, not to, like, derail, but it's <laughs> like, do you like her? Do you not? I don't I don't know where you stand. I'm. I guess you could say I'm indifferent. Like, I get why her writing is popular. Like, I fully get it. Um, I did read All of Normal People. I did. And I think I gave it oh, maybe three stars. Maybe. Yeah, I think you gave it three stars because I was looking at it yesterday. Because um, it was good. It was really good. I thought the the series was better. Uh, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I don't know. I just, I wasn't, I wasn't satisfied with the book, I guess you could say. Um I don't know what it is. Like I would, I want to be in my Sally Rooney era. It's just not here fully yet. I did buy conversations with friends out of, I feel like pressure from Alex because she loves it so much. I'm like, you know <laughs> what? Maybe I'll give it a chance because the show's coming out soon. I would like to watch it. So I think I will try and give that a chance next. I started uh, Beautiful World Where Are You, the audiobook, and I was not feeling it and it's not one of those where I'm like I'm not feeling it I will never go back to this it's one of those where I will eventually I don't know if I just wasn't like in the right headspace to listen to it and I was like too distracted and I was not absorbing all of the potential and all of how good it is um because it's got and everyone loves it so it's something that maybe I'll focus on in the new year for reading trying to get back on the Sally Rooney train um, but yeah, it's like I'm not giving up on her yet. So that's where I stand. That's good to hear. I mean, Beautiful World, Where Are You? That book took me a while to get into. But yeah. then once I was into it, whew, it was good. Um, mm -hmm. There were just some really compelling passages. I wouldn't say like overall generally it's like the best book I've ever read. But um, it was definitely good. I think I ended up giving it four stars. But I feel like maybe at one point we should do a Sally Rooney episode because I think it would be really interesting. But We'll have to see what the future holds. Yeah. All right, Bailey, what was your top read of 2021? <laughs> well, if you guys have really paid attention, and I have not said this book yet, Alex already did. Um, it's People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. Um, <laughs> I, oh my God, this book. I cannot believe I have not reread it yet. I don't know. I just don't, I like to reread like once a year if it's a book I really love. So I, I might read it at the beginning of 2022. Um, ooh, this book, this book was an experience, changed my life. It was a journey. I think about it. I think like all the time, all ooh. the time. Um, oh my God. Like I, it's a, com it's my comfort book. It is my number one comfort book. 
like it's it's inspired by one of my favorite movies ever um which is when harry met sally it is like i the experience i had reading it i literally i cried i squealed i screamed i laughed like i and it's it i listened to a what is it interview or like i one of those like book talk things that authors have been doing over the pandemic because they can't do them in person it was one for emily henry promoting people we meet on vacation and i forget how she got into it but the she talked about why like she wrote this for the her fans the readers and she went more in depth into it and she explained it so perfectly as to exactly how i feel about this book and why it's my comfort book and i literally cried as she said it <laughs> Aww. like my my emotional attachment to this book is like ridiculous like i never thought i would be like this over a book and now i get it when people explain that they are for their own books that they love it was beautiful like i just cannot say enough about this book um i would go into like what it's about but i'm everyone knows what this book's about um and it's a romance i i love it but yeah it's just my love just poured out for it so yeah it's my number one book of 2021 Love that. It was a good one. It really was for sure. Yeah. So what was your number one, Alex? Well, as previously discussed, my number one book of the year was The Midnight Library, which was the first book that I read this year. So that really is saying something. That's a testament to how much I love this book. Um, I think I just am obsessed with the butterfly effect, the whole idea that one little thing can change the course of your entire life. Like the smallest decision literally just changes the entire way your life is going to go And that. Yeah. You may have all these other realities that exist. Um, and that no matter where your life goes, it's, it's where you're meant to be. Like, I don't believe everything happens for a reason. And I don't think this book believes that either you are where you need to be in life. And yes, there are many other possibilities or ways that things could have gone, but it wouldn't have taken you to where you are now. And I just, I need to be reminded of that a lot because I am Mm -hmm. so that kind of person that's like, what if, what if, what if, Um, which is why I'm obsessed with this butterfly effect idea. But this book just really put it into perspective for me. I don't know what the hell happened when he wrote this book, but I feel like he wrote it specifically for me (laughs) and I just really loved it. So honestly, I need to reread it soon. I literally have only read it once, but I just loved it. Um, So, you know. I think if I'm still thinking about it a whole year later, that's got to mean something. So I always recommend this to people. Great, great book um, and a great way to start off any year. So going into 2022, I recommend everyone picks up a copy. Yes, we we love the Midnight Library here. It's something I maybe that'll be the first book I read for the year. And I saw like on my Goodreads and I was looking it up um, that Carrie Mulligan is the narrator for the audiobook. No way. Yes. Oh my God. I'm running so like, right now. I might like get the audiobook and li- and reread it that way. If Carrie Mulligan's doing the narration. Jeez. Yeah. Like, hello. I got to look into it because I saw that. I was like, hold on a minute. Hold on. Um, But yeah. Oh my gosh. So many good books. Um, I'll, I just want to give a shout out to the other books that I, it broke my heart to not include just like super briefly. Um, Dial A for Aunties for me as well. Huge. Um, Somebody's Daughter by Ashley C. Ford. I have that rented right now for my library. Yeah, I I finished the audiobook recently and it was so good. I loved it. Um, The Royal Diaries by Hilary Burton Morgan. 
that I love so much. And let me see. They Never Learn by Lane Fargo. Very good as well. Uh, Hood Feminism, which is an episode that we did on here. Mm-hmm. And I think that'd be, that. those are the ones that stand out that are the other ones that I really, really loved uh, from this year. I love that. Do you have um, any, any for you, Alex? I guess like Good Neighbors by Sarah Langan. That one was pretty good. Um, uh, definitely Hood Feminism. Agree. Um, I don't know. I'm telling you, like, I really did not read that many good books yeah. this year. I, it was a lot of flops. I, I literally read 40 books and like a lot of them were flops. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of two stars, <laughs> a lot of three stars. Um, One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid. That almost made my top five. I actually didn't include it, but that book yeah. was really surprisingly, shockingly good. Yeah, um, you really, I really love liked that one. That, one. that was good. Um, I read What Happened to You, Conversations on Trauma, Resilience, and Healing by Bruce mm-hmm. D. Perry um, with help from Oprah. I guess like Oprah just kind of slapped her name on it. I don't really know. But um, it was just a very interesting, informative book. I think it like literally changed the way I think about everything about trauma. Yeah. I mean, uh, and then of course, like Normal People, Beautiful World, Where Are You? Like those were great Mm -hmm. books. Like just, those were just like good books, you know? Yeah. I just think Sally Rooney writes good books. And I think we all need better books in our lives because my God. I read a lot of flops this year. It's like it's it's astounding to look at the list. But all the anyway, books, all the books you talked about, those are all really good standout books. Like let yes. the other ones like go. Like yeah, yeah. I may not let have them been, go. It may not have been like an amazing reading year, but you still read some really good books. It That's wasn't true. totally awful. That's true. I really do think my silver lining was discovering Sally Rooney, and it's just making me more excited for my next year of reading. I, like most people, went to the Barnes & Noble sale that has been happening over the past couple of days on 50% off hardcover books. <laughs> I bought five books and oh I'm like, so excited to read them. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. So, See, my goal for – I mean, I kind of started this goal, but – I have been like limiting myself from book buying like physical books, except for my book of the month subscription that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, my goal is to literally scour like Libby and um, the daily book deals Instagram. I think you, did you introduce me to that, or maybe I think I, did. I did. I I don't know, but I I love that Instagram. Yeah, and like they they it, she posts like all very popular books, most of them. Um, when they're super like deep discount, like one ninety nine, two ninety nine. So, it's li- between doing Libby first, Scribd, and uh, my Kindle for discounted books that I'm that I want to read first, and then buy if I need to buy a physical copy. Um, so yeah, trying to like limit my space when it comes to how much books take up, and also like if I don't like it that much, and if I listen to it another way, and if I have the physical book, then donating the physical book to like a little free library in my town um so yeah like trying to like you know do whatever that is condensing and like I don't know Marie Kondo or like just not spending as much um all of that in one is what I'm trying to do for the for 2022 and moving forward um but yeah because that sale was so tempting but I'm like I literally don't have any books right now that I need to buy yeah I actually realized that I realized that once I walked in because I I am really truly the same way as you. I honestly rec- weird weirdly recently I've been buying more physical copies because I think I miss holding physical books because I'm the same yeah. way as you. I really 
tend to be frugal when it comes to books. Like I go to Books A Million and I'll do like, I'll buy the really cheap copies. They'll do like $5, $3 copies of books and I'll buy those. Um, But for some reason lately, I've really loved like the feeling of holding a physical book. So now I have all three Sally Rooney books. Like I've read all three of them physically. Oh, yeah. Um, But I'm a huge Libby person. I literally, I I use the shit out of Libby, but I went to Barnes & Noble and I was looking at all these books that I wanted, but then they were all on Libby. And I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to like this, so I'm not going to buy it. I'm just going to rent it. And then if I decide I really need a physical copy after I've loved it so much, like then I'll buy it. That's what I did with Beach Read. That's Um, exactly what I do. If I, I, I'll do it for free first or super discounted on my Kindle. And if I really love it, I'm getting a physical copy. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, oh, well, now I missed out on having my first experience being having read the physical book. But at the end of the day, you read the damn book. So just yes. get over it. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I mean, I do I do love a physical book. But, you know, uh, we're balling on a budget here. So we got to do what we got to yeah. do. But yeah, I know. That's why I was like, oh, my God, that sale is so good. Like half off hardcovers. But I'm like, I don't have any books I need to buy. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I treated myself. You know, I only spent. I, I'm I th- glad I you actually, did. I think I bought six books, actually. And it was $60. So um, I'm like, that's, that's like, like how much it would be for three of them. Like, yeah. Literally half. <laughs> yeah. It was really not bad. So, you know, I don't mind spending that. And I love the books I got. And maybe I'll post them on the Instagram. But do a haul. Yeah. Yes, I, I definitely should. But yeah, so, you know, it was what it was. And I'm excited for next year. And I can't wait to see what we cover. We got to pick our first book for the new year. We got to we got to discuss that off off camera, off 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 audio, off mic, off mic, off mic, off mic. We got to discuss, but we'll let you guys know when we decide. Yes, we'll make an Instagram post about it. Um, We'll make sure it's a really good one. Um, But yeah, I'm excited as well for what uh, 2022 is going to bring in regards to reading. Um, I don't know what my new goal is going to be. I think I might bring it back down to 50. Um, 60 was a little ambitious, but I'll do probably do 50 for this year. See where we go from there. And if I surpass it, I surpass it. If not, it's all okay. See, I want to be ambitious too and do 50 again because I failed at that this year. But then I'm like scared. I'm going to set myself up for failure. I almost want to do 40 again. Do 40. Do 40. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Because I guess it's always kind of like, oh, well, if you surpass that, then that's cool. But then also it's good to challenge yourself. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Think about it. Think about it. (laughs) Yeah, I will. Well, thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Book Broads. Thank you for sticking with us this year. It's been a great year for Book Broads. Um, This was really the year that we flourished. Um, It was really our first year, technically. We started December 2020. So like, this was the year of book broad. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening as always. We can't wait to see you next time. If you want to follow along, please follow us on Instagram at book broads podcast. And then of course, subscribe to us on Apple podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we will see you in the new year, 2022, baby. Here we come. Woo. Love you guys. Love see you guys. You time. Bye. Bye.